man, what pearl to put in here. Now, here's the thing about Slurpees, Slurpers, all these fucking nails. You want multiple accessories because every nail is going to hit different, even if you buy three nails from the same exact quartz company. Either the cuts will be bigger, the cuts will be smaller. <coughs> this is an important thing to touch on, actually. So, because one of my guys here in the studio wasn't smoking one of our nails because he couldn't figure out, like, he's like, the accessories aren't working in there right. And I'm like, oh, dude, you have to use this type of accessory and this one because the airflow is so high. All right, so this Evan Shore nail we have right here has a really, really high airflow, which means the cuts in it are pretty darn big. I have another 10 mil where the cuts are a lot smaller. I use the higher airflow one on these bigger pieces so that I don't have to work as hard for the dab or like make it function. But the ones that are more restrictive, I'll put that 10 mil on my smaller 10 mil pieces because I want a little more restriction on there. So every nail is going to be a little different, even if they're from the same person. So with the high airflow ones, we like to use our pearl, our pillars, like the tall pillars, because that tall pillar is going to climb up and spin in there super easy. But with the more restrictive, um, uh, slurpy nails, we like to use like the large valve pearl, just put it right in there because it'll stay in the bottom of the nail. Um, I'll actually pull on this and show you what I'm talking about because it might be easier to just show you the difference on what's going on here. All right, so, oh, and I need a, I need a carb cap. There we go. So I'm gonna show you the difference between like having just a, this pearl in there to the pillar. So, oh man, I need the other nail too, it's right here. This is actually gonna be kind of an interesting segment here, guys, believe it or not, because I've never talked about this and I wonder if there's customers out there that buy things and go, why doesn't this work right? And it's like, well, there's different accessories. Every nail is gonna function a little different. Well, that's definitely different. Let's hmm. get me here. Let's get ready, you know. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 107 of the podcast. Today, going back to our roots. Got a joint packed, got a coffee. Gonna take it easy a little bit this morning. We're gonna be dabbing today because we gotta do a little review on the uh, new Turpo meter, which is their IR version, which is. You don't actually have to put it in the nail like the old one. It just reads it like all the uh, current ones that we use like these and the fucking dab right and all the other ones. So we're going to do a little review on that. Got a new little grinder today. going to talk about this too. But first, oh yeah, and then the five show, five millimeter show. We got a five mil we're going to smoke today and talk about the five mil show, which I'm actually might be attending. I might go to it and hang out at it with the wife because my parents are going to be in town. Um, we got a Patreon giveaway this week. We're giving away this $2,400 uh, potion banana halo on Patreon because Patreon gets a giveaway every month. A lot of stuff in this episode, but first we're going to smoke this joint of Mac, which is the Miracle Alien Cookies, which is absolutely one of the best strains in Colorado and it has been, I think, for the last couple of years. But of course, that's always opinion. Everyone has a different turf profile they're looking for. For me, I like stuff that just smokes really good in, a, in like a joint. You know what I mean? Like. Sometimes you smell stuff, it smells really good, and then you put it in a joint, it just doesn't um, core, like the, the flavor just isn't as good as you thought it would be. So I like to try a bunch of different things, see what I like in joint, and the Mac looks great in a jar, smells great in a jar, and it's great in a joint. So that's what I got here today, some Miracle Alien cookies, and it's really fun. I've been fucking, the last, like last week I got a little cold or something, I'm not sure. I got a little sick, so I wasn't able to take like big dabs or really dab at all. It was like kind of hard for me to dab. It was just making me cough like crazy and it was uncomfortable. And uh, so I got a little flower and was just taking little puffs off joints and bowls throughout the day. And it was a lot more uh, mellow as far as like how intense the hits were compared to like my normal dabs I take. Um, so I've been back on flower again this week. And I don't think we've smoked a joint on the podcast in probably over a year. 
been really heavy on the dabs. But it's nice to switch it up because totally different experience. Smoking a joint, taking a dab. The high is completely different. And you would think because I dab all day that, you know, how I might have this tolerance to the roof and a joint wouldn't get me high. No, joint will get you fucking high, dude. I think a joint can get you just as high and just as awesome as a dab, just like smoking a bowl. It's just all in how you do it probably and how much and your state of mind too. I feel like half the time with a really good like experience with getting stoned or like medicating with marijuana, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think a lot of that comes from your state of mind more than anything. Cause if I'm super like, and not a good state of mind, like it's actually hard for me to get really baked. Cause I'm just like irritated. I'm like, whatever. I don't know. But if like I'm into it, I'm like, Oh, I'm excited about the whole ritual like packing the joint, making my coffee, sitting down, I'm going to smoke it. I'm like, I can get super into this and I got quite the imagination so I can convince myself that I'm super stoned. Um, which in fact I usually am regardless. But my point is, is I'm still able to get super stoned just smoking joints, even though I have a high tolerance from dabbing so much, taking all those Terp Slurp dabs. Oh my God. It's been about six months of the Terp Slurpers now or eight months. I don't even know. Has it been a full year with it yet though? I don't think. Either way, they've been tearing my face off and just really uh, opening my eyes to the whole different like Cause there's like dabbing on a regular bucket. There's regular dabbing. Dabbing on those high surface area nails is like a whole nother thing. It doesn't even seem like it's in the same fucking ballpark is just, I would say like taking a dab on a normal bucket's equivalent to like smoking a joint or a bowl. But when you're taking dabs on slurpers with fucking accessories in there and it's vaporizing every bit of oil that's going in there, at least for the most part, <coughs> the fucking sheer milligram of THC you're getting has got to be quadruple what is on like a normal nail but i don't know i think it really depends on how you take it i've always been like a low temp person so on a regular nail i throw a big dab on there and i feel like i don't get as much of it as i do as when i smoke like a slurper or a slurpee or one of those high surface area nails man this morning fucking the electrician started the work our permits were approved they called us this morning they weren't supposed to start for like a week and a half they called us morning. They're like actually we can start this morning last minute and met him over there got them all set up in the building and they're starting today. So we're hoping in two and a half weeks, all the electrical's done and regional buildings already came and look at it and said, okay, you're good to go and left. And then we can get in there and start doing all the actual construction remodel, building the concrete benches and spray painting the whole inside of the building, um, uh, building the break rooms, offices, all that kind of stuff. Um, man, we're getting close. We're really hoping by the end of September, the Bear Mount Studios headquarters, a bigger space, not my house, is open. Obviously going to keep the home studio because it's beautiful and I've spent nine or eight years building this fucking studio. So my home studio is just going to keep getting nicer and nicer. I'm going to keep it. But we're also going to have a nice big commercial studio too for other artists where we can do classes, do like little events, sessions. Like when people come into town, they're like, oh, yeah, we'll have a sesh tonight. Pizza party and sesh at Bear Mountain headquarters. Can't do that at my house, you know? I got a fucking three-year-old or four-year-old now. So it's hard to like have a bunch of people over for a pizza party and to smoke a bunch of weed when like you got to be a mom and dad. But if I have a separate location and it's, um, you know, it's set up appropriately to like do that, like, man, it's going to be great being able to like entertain or have people. Cause frequently we have people that like hit us up that are coming through town or they're like just visiting for a few days. Like, Oh, like let's get together and sash this and that. And it's like, most of the time I can't, you know, it's like at my house, I'm like, there's really in my house, we're either in my hot ass garage where there's fire and everything. And then we can't really be inside because there's like kids and family doing stuff in there. We can't be like slamming dabs inside the house and shit. Um, so it's just going to be awesome to kind of have that freedom of just like kind of feeling like a kid again. You know, I say this as I'm smoking a joint at 10 in the morning. So I may already be a kid, but my point is, is it can go to a whole nother level where it's like I have a whole separate space where like, you know, because I mean, after five thirty, six o'clock at night, there is all the other businesses are closed down. Everyone's left. It's like we can fucking just like after we've gotten our work done for the day, we could have a little get togethers and shit at the studio. I'm just stoked for it all. Guys, I think it's uh, I'm just trying to be optimistic about everything, but I think that's going to like help me with like just feeling better, like a little like. It's going to mellow me out a little bit, having a separate space, getting everybody out of my house. Um, cause I love all the guys that work with me, but like anything you could, uh, I'm sure some of you folks here that are watching when you got out of high school, you and your best friend got an apartment together and then you weren't best friends anymore. 
Um, that happens to a lot of people or you do it with family members, like you and like your cousin or you and your brother, whatever, you and your brother wouldn't make sense. But either way, like someone that you think you love and is a best friend, you go move into a completely changes the scenario. Um, I feel like that's like the thing with my house here is like if we, once we have it in a separate place too, it's like, it won't be in my house or my space and it'll be just much more appropriate for everybody. So regardless of the whole situation that happened with code enforcement, regional building and the county attorney, um, you know, Every cloud has a silver lining, right? Old people love saying that to you when you're having a bad day. Um, but it's the truth, you know? Life is truly about perspective, and I feel like perspective is a is a luxury, honestly. Most people don't get to have perspective because they're just trying to figure out how the fuck they're gonna pay that next bill or they have to walk five miles to get water that day or whatever someone's situation is. Perspective is a luxury of someone that has time to sit and think about things. Most people are just trying to survive these days. So I'm grateful to even have perspective. But my perspective is things are going to, you know, get better. And that even though all that shit happen, everything happens for a reason. And you can always find a, uh, you can find a way to come up even in the worst situations. You know what I mean? The biggest thing that's going to defeat most people when they have something bad happen to them is themselves. It's not really going to be the situation or some third party most of the time. It's going to be your own mental being like telling yourself you can't do it or being so scared you don't know how you're going to overcome it. I find that at least that's my uh, my experience with my own like with myself. I'm just like most of the time like things even if they're really bad like I make it worse on myself just by how I am in my own head. You know what I mean? Like stressing out over shit, overthinking it. Hope this is what you guys came here for today. This is all about glass blowing. Hope you enjoyed it. They had fucking weed, right? This is different. I like it. We're starting with joints again. We're going to start with joints again and then go into the dabbing throughout the episode. There were some episodes, man, back in the past. We take some big dabs right in the beginning and it was downhill from there. It was just a spiral. A spiral of me trying to be like, I'm too high. What happened? With like a joint, I can actually just like chill here and actually understand what's going on in my mind instead of like when you take a big dab, you can't even have perspective. Your body's just on that like just trying to keep you alive at that point. It's like just breathe and do this. It's like there is no perspective. Take all perspective away. Do a huge hot dab. You'll have no more perspective. You'll just be like, I'm trying not to die. Yeah. Mm. Man, this fucking back is awesome feel so lucky to have quality weed that's one of the things that like <coughs> sometimes when my wife gets like really stressed out she'll look at like real estate in other other parts of the country or whatever she'll look at a house like 100 miles away from anything like middle of nowhere she's like we gotta get away from people we just and i'm like i'm down let's do it and we're freaking out but then we start going down the list we're like okay but it's gonna be harder to get the good fire weed and like oh and then well that this is my head the first thing my wife says she goes well there's not good schools when you're that far out or what about Estelle growing up and having friends? Me, I'm like, yeah, man, it's going to be hard to get weed out there, you know, the real good stuff. And uh, <laughs> I'm just such a fucking ass, but it's what it is. Um, I function really well in caffeine and cannabis, and uh, I find that as long as I keep myself functioning really well, I can be a great partner and dad to everybody. But we're all human, right? We all got things that are our vices and shit. I'm happy mine are weed and coffee. They're the best. A better combination. Very well, it said weed is gateway drug. They obviously never did weed right. Because once you've done weed right, you really don't, it's not like everything, at least in my opinion, nothing else seems like, I'm not like compelled to go do anything else besides smoke weed and drink coffee. Like everything else, I'm like, ah, oh, but it's not going to be weed. <laughs> Someone's like, oh, like, let's do this. I'm like, ah, oh, but it's not weed though. It won't be as good as weed though. You know? Whereas like, you can't be like, well, I was about to say, you can't be doing mushrooms every day. I mean, you can. I had my moments where just eating lots of mushrooms, but you know, at a certain point it changes, but with weed, it's there's something about it, man. It's just like so consistent. It is like a cup of coffee. I wonder if like, actually, I don't wonder. I know historically there was a time and especially even in our country where this was just like tobacco or anything. It was just like, whatever. Like it was just like, there was no, uh, weird negative connotation with like smoking or having weed around your hemp or whatever. So weird how things change. But I'm sure all of you have seen all those crazy documentaries talking about what really happened, why cannabis was made illegal, the actual like motive behind it, all the political and, you know, um, economical gains people had from, uh, you know, making something illegal. It's kind of crazy. Like I watched that new Jurassic Park movie the other night with my wife. 
and there's like the whole plot behind it, not to like spoiler alert or whatever. Now, this is not even the plot behind it, it's just like one aspect of the story. But basically that there was a corporation that genetically developed something like a like a type a bug that would like eat crops or they genetically modified the bug so it wouldn't eat the types of crops they grow so they're like we don't want them eating our seeds so we genetically modified these bugs so they won't go after our crops great job unfortunately because they did that now that these bugs went and ate everyone else's crops that didn't use the same seeds as them so um i don't know what my point was there but there was a point hmm. oh yeah because we were talking about why weed was made illegal most of the time you find people are trying to find a solution for something or maybe they're trying to do a good job or make some money, but there's uh, some unforeseen consequences to some of these decisions. It's like a ripple effect when you throw a rock into a pond and the ripples go every which way. You know, you really can't foresee every outcome of things. So even if your intent is good, bad shit can happen. But I don't think the intent was good behind making weed illegal back in the day. That was truly just make money and, you know discriminate against like certain people and racial groups and stuff. It was a whole thing. It's really gross, man. Yeah, that's us. There's someone, I must, this weed dude. Oh fuck. This shit makes you think I got a little fucking weed in my mouth too. Maybe we should take a dab, but that was, that's how we started this episode. We're smoke a joint and we just chat. Now we're going to talk about glass coming up September 10th at positively vibe. There is the five millimeter show. And I believe there's over a hundred artists in this show. I'm going to flip this over so you can see this better. Cause the piece is green. Um, really stoked to be a part of this show. It's really cool that Evan shore, um, bangers actually created like this really tiny, funny nail. Um, it's one of those things. It's the most novelty nail. It's not the one I'd, if someone was like, Oh dude, I've never smoked hash before I'm buying my first rig. Like I wouldn't be like, go get a five mil. But like, if you're like a seasoned smoker and you're a collector, these are fun as hell. Um, it's really, I'm excited to see, I might go to this event. I might actually be there hanging out. I might bring up a clear five mil and do like a giveaway with it or hide it outside positively vibe or something. And just be like, Oh, I put this in a bush out here. Someone get it. But I might, I'll probably do something fun while I'm up there if I do the show. Because my parents are coming into town, so the wife can actually go up with me. Because I wouldn't go do anything like that without her with me. So, and usually one of us has to watch the kids, so we just don't do anything. Um, but family's going to be in town, so they can watch the baby. So I think we might go up to the 5 mil show. I'd like to, so I could see everyone else's work. I'd love to see how small and technical people are going to get with their pieces. Um, but here's my entry right here. It's a five millimeter RBR. It's made with Haterade and green dichro. And then the perk in the neck are mystique with crushed opal. So it's the two different types of sparkly shit you find in glass. Uh, I guess there's like metallic stuff that you can find in like, um, the steel wools, the green stardust, blue stars. But like, as far as the stuff we can add to the glass, we have the dichro and the crushed opal. And, um, they really complement each other, complement each other well. You guys probably aren't gonna really see it from how small this piece is and where you are, but you can see the nice blue and green, green contrast, that bright blue perk inside that green tubing. Um, just really stoked how it turned out. And the function on these is getting so dialed in. Um, like I was talking to my producer before the episode saying like, oh, I, I was trying to figure out what piece I'm gonna send to the five mil show. Like, should I do a three by two halo? Should I do a honey jar whatever? And I actually went with just the classic RBR because I truly believe these are the most dialed in five mil I make. These things fucking shred. I've posted a lot of videos of them. They move water like crazy, awesome tornado. Um, you're not drinking water with these at all. They, they're super dialed in. Um, so I thought this would be the best representation that way. If someone like buys the piece at the show, like they just, it's, I don't have to be like, yeah, like put like this much water in it and be like this. Cause with some of those little pieces, the, the, the parameters for how I have to film everything is so tight with this is like so simple. The RBR is, I love how user friendly the RBR is, especially for someone, maybe if they're not super educated on glass or even if they are educated, maybe they haven't owned a lot of glass yet. Cause you can like know a lot about cars, right? You can read all the books and watch all the shows and documentaries and know, know everything about cars. But if you've never driven one, it's hard for you to really like understand, like, you know what I mean? So someone could know a lot about pipes, follow the big glass blowers and know all the names and everything. But if they don't own a lot of glass, they might not know about water levels and how to like actually pull, like use these rigs and all that stuff. But the RBR is really user friendly. So this is the design I went with. Plus two, it's, it's, it's my like flagship classic shape. Cause I didn't do any crazy drains on it. I wanted it to just be like RBR. Like there's an RBR. Oh shit. 
Like I want people just to immediately see it and be like, oh shit, an RBR. Um, but the only one there, I'm actually really interested to see the prices of people's rigs at this show. I'm curious because I'm seeing everyone post how hard it is to make these five mils. Like people are like, Oh, it took me two to three times longer than a bigger rig, like a 14 mil version or a 10 mil version. And it was way harder and all that stuff. I'm like, sounds like everyone's gearing up to sell some expensive, tiny rigs. Um, this little guy though, won't be, I mean, I think it's like, because unless they sell it with the nail, cause without the nail, it's sub 500. Um, it comes with the cap too. And the caps crushed opal. And this has a huge bear pulp. This is the first five mil with bear pulp on the side. I shaved off as much clear as I could get off the opal before it became, you know, because if you take off too much clear off the actual bear pulp opal, um, it has a chance of cracking um, because the opal isn't like, you basically have to have enough clear around it to like protect it from cracking. Because when you put an opal in glass, it's essentially trying to get out all the time. Even when the glass is cold, the opal is like in there. It's like, get me the fuck out of here. And it's got like this energy that's pulling it's trying to get out of there even right now when we're looking at this but if you have enough clear around it and encapsulates it and creates a barrier where it won't crack but if i made it really thin on one side and really thick on another it could check um uh, but we we've only noticed that on any time i've pulled something really thin into tests here in the shop never on anything we've sent out um and if an opal did crack on someone i'd obviously replace it and take care of them but either way i got this opal small enough to fit on this uh five mil rbr um let's take a dab on it i don't know if the evan shore is going to have the slurpees there but fuck they should because this five mil slurpees is my favorite way to smoke the five mils i've smoked the regular nail in the five mils and it's great um but i love how i love um when inside a nail, it doesn't matter if it's a slurpee or a regular bucket. I love when you, there's like a pearl in there spinning because that spinning pearl helps take a nice, thick, low temp dab. Um, and with the um, with the regular size buckets and a bubble cap, you have to manually spin it. I like that these are like with the slurper you, or slurpee, you just freaking throw the cap on. It's just hands free. It just spins for you, you know, because already the piece is so small. It's kind of like. It's one thing if you're not taking a video, like if I just, if I was just smoking by myself in a bubble cap, that's sick. But if I'm taking a dab video for Instagram, like having my hands and all these things in the way, like I'm going to knock something that's over. It's already like hard enough to like catch the video without like making a weird look at the camera or my nose getting in the way or some shit. Um, but yeah, uh, so let's take a dab on this and you guys can check out that function. Where's my towel? Man, I cannot wait for them to be done with this electrical, though, so we can fucking start building this out, this new studio. I've been paying for rent at a studio, rent and electrical, for almost or for about five months now. So five months worth of rent and haven't even used it yet. Um, it's only a three-year lease, and the electrical is 30K to upgrade it. It was like 26, now it's gone up because of a couple things. Um, but it's basically like I haven't even used this place, and I've... The amount of money we've put into it so far, man, I'm learning so much. It's kind of cool. It's scary, but at the same time, the big picture, how I look at it is like the more comfortable I get with spending money now and investing it in risky things, the more comfortable I'm going to be later when that real big opportunity comes. Because right now, this is all just tests. Like, am I brave enough? Am I capable enough to do and take on certain things or take the risk? Cool. If not, then I'm not going to get the reward. So you got to be willing to take on those risks scary though scary stuff but it's it's more exciting than anything though i will say that um at first it was more scary than anything but now it's becoming more exciting because i'm already in it you know what i mean it's almost like i feel like when people like came over to the new world and they got on a boat they're like scared as hell to get on the boat because they're like fuck dude like we might die like we don't know where we're going we're just gonna like sail out into the ocean hopefully we hit this new chunk of land like but then once you're on the boat, like you're already in it. So you're like, fuck it. Like it's not scary anymore. So it's always scary in the beginning is my point. Cause it's like the more questions and unsure you are about anything, naturally your body and your, your mental is going to be like, oof, oof, this is scary. But now it's becoming more exciting because I'm like, I'm aware. I know what things cost now. I know the risks. Um, obviously there's always going to be um, new and things that pop up that you didn't expect. That's part of doing business or growing up or whatever. But man, I feel like in the last year I've learned so much and I've like grown as an adult so much that like hopefully the next thing that comes, I can handle it even better and get not get as stressed out. Um, Cause I, like I said in the beginning, earlier on in this episode, most of the time I'm the one that does the most damage to myself just from being so stressed and shit, you know? 
Let me heat this up over here so it's not quite as loud on that microphone. Oh, love that blue and green though. Really complement each other nice. We'll take a take a look at this turbo meter now too since we're heating up this nail. We'll talk about it. <coughs> yeah. Wow. That joint's got me feeling awesome though, I gotta say. I feel like uh it's like I feel like myself again. Like what the fuck? I'm like been smoking like a lot of hash and just stressing out and working. I'm like, whoa, I think I need to like listen to like Steel Pulse and fucking smoke some fucking weed, dude. You know what I mean? Like, I think all this hash and metal is getting me. Um, <laughs> I think I got to step back a little bit and hear some sort of like cool drums or maybe some flutes or something and make sure I'm grinding up the flowers and I'm getting sticky fingers from it. Only stick your fingers I've had lately is from Reclaim or cleaning the alcohol jar, and that's just gross, you know? But when you have stinky, sticky fingers because you're breaking up weed, you're like, yeah, dude, it's fucking, this is the culture, man. This is fucking, I feel it. I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm, like, making fun of what I do. I, that's honestly what I do because it's hard for me to take myself seriously. So just like the uh, old ones, just three clicks, turns these bad boys on, I love how much smaller these are than all the other units we use. Um, this thing has knocked shit over. It's like, I mean, I love it, but it's like, it's definitely like the more accessories you have and the bigger all of them are, the more ridiculous you look, whatever you're doing. Like it's, you know, like anything like that one dude that goes way too hard at any sort of sporting event. And he has like everything like, you know, it's, it's the same kind of deal. Like the more accessories and shit you have, it's like, the more ridiculous it looks, but I love how small these are, how simple they are. Um, battery life is great. I have not charged it yet. Been using it every day. The whole team has been using it. Um, there is a dabber part for it that screws on. So you, you can use it as a dabber too. Um, I don't have it on there cause I like how simple it is when it's just the unit itself. Just gotta grab a little pearl out of here to cap this nail. You actually cap the, uh, nails with five mil pearl. Like that's how small it's a little, this is actually a seven or six or seven mil turpro, but you can put a five mil turpro on there. And, uh, most, most they, people do sell stands for these and stuff. I don't have one, but it, it stands up fine. Um, but yeah, most people, uh, well, oh, sorry. I'm just fucking zoning out here. Damn dude. I got to heat my nail. These five mils cool down quick. I'm chatty. But yeah, most people have like a little stand or something on the actual turbo meter already. Um, I don't have one, but it works fine for me. Like you can like stand it right up and put it right under the nail. It actually fits great under the RBRs for the height. You don't like have to hold it up to it. This pipe is so tiny that obviously I gotta like pick it up. Like the turbo meter doesn't fit in under it, but you can go from the side with these, which is really cool like this. Um, that's probably the coolest thing I like about this too is that like I'm not having to like bend an arm and try and get it to like set I'm just like able to just grab it and just like check it real quick and just be like all right I got another, another couple seconds here um just overall it's it's a great product and I I knew it would be because I this was my first temp reader I have like three older turbo meters that's what we've always used and then we got gifted a couple we have one of these and we have a dab right and they work great and they're like good for like table sessions and stuff but I like how simple and clean these look. Um, they're really nice. And I'm really stoked. Shout out to the uh, folks over at Turbometer for sending us this awesome unit. We have another one right here. I'm going to probably give this one away. They didn't tell me to give it away or anything. But I trust their products so much. I know this one's going to last forever. So I don't need two of them. Um, so I'm going to give one away. I might make a matching RBR or something for it. Make an orange and white RBR. Give it away. We'll figure it out. I'm probably going to give it away on Patreon though. Cause Instagram giveaways suck. Now they fuck up your Instagram. They get you like into this weird, like algorithm where like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just when you do get giveaways on Instagram now, it fucks your shit up. So we might be doing that one on Patreon. So it'll be the crew, the, the crew. different than a joint it's a lot different 
it's not even the same thing. It's so different. On the five mils, you have, I always recommend to take them a little warmer. My dab was not hot. Like I didn't get a hot dab. It wasn't uncomfortable, but you do have to go in a little warmer on the five mils because the hash will cool down the nail kind of quick. Um, so inherently I go in at about 600 to like 580, somewhere in there. Whereas on a regular 10 or 14 millimeter nail, I'm going to go in closer to like 525, 500, just because the nail is going to hold that heat at that lower temp longer <coughs> and more efficiently. Wow. Shadow mints from green dot. First dab of that should have started with something I was familiar with. Dark matter times secret Cushmints. Fuel, hashy, earth. Huh. Man. That is earth, right? Just fuel and hashy. And then earth. Earth is a great way to describe the flavor of something. Can you imagine like when we actually do like possibly colonize other planets and then they're selling hash there and they go, yeah, this one is fuely, hashy and earthy. And then the people that are born there are like earthy, like, what do you mean? Like, this is Mars. Like, does it taste like Marsy? Like, I don't know. These are the things you think about. You start smoking hash. See, it's a problem. Sounded way more like together when it was just the fucking flower. Now it's going to really start getting fucked up. So sorry. It's what it is. Wow. Wonderful flavor. The five mils are just so fun to smoke. So direct. Um, so functional too. It's like, it's crazy. And like these fucking things like hold, like that's a little, that's a handmade five. They don't even make like tools to like, well, I guess they, I've been sure we'll send you a brass tool, but like the way I do doer seals. So like to make my joints, it's like a whole thing. Um, I'm just very proud of how well those fit and how nice those are. It's a, it takes a lot of, a lot of work and a lot of trial and error trying to figure out like, um, how to do these like fittings and stuff, but yeah, stoked how it turned out. Can't wait to see everyone else's pieces. I already see most people are going like way harder than I went. I'm like, oh, like last night I was chilling. My wife I was like, should I like make a second piece? that's like more like tacky or something. And I'm like, I really like just like how functional this one is. And it's just like works really good because I can get super technical. I could have like drains and halos and all these other fucking things, but it's going to be more of just like showing you that I could do those welds. It's not going to improve the function. I, I, if this was how small these are, it's like, I don't know. Like I'm just really stoked how this functions. That's my point. Holy shit, guys stoned. Hey now, but yeah, they also, the nail comes right out nice and easy, but it has a nice tight fitting too. Cause I actually grind these little joints too. Yeah, I'm like, I haven't been to a public event or a show in four years, maybe five. Um, I'm like excited, but I'm also like, what's it going to be like? Like, am I weird now? How weird am I? Like, I talk to cameras mostly, um, you know, or like a phone camera or this beautiful Canon I'm staring at looking nice. Um, but yeah, usually staring at a camera. So it's like, I'm excited to actually spend some time with people. Um and see how that goes. I've been dealing with people lately, but it's been mostly, like I said, uh, lawyers, code enforcement, not people that I'm stoked to hang out with. You know, I'm not people that I'm like, dude, I can't wait to do this with you today. Um, so I'm excited to go somewhere where it's people that I actually could be like excited to see and be like, Oh, what's up? And like fun. Um, because if you have no human interaction for years, basically, and then what little human interaction you have is confrontational, stressful, or makes you sad, then you kind of have this weird thing starting to be trained in your human mind that, oh, human's bad, and I don't want that. I want to be like, human's good. I want, I want you know, I don't want to make myself too weird. Because, you know, too much hash, sleep de deprivation, it's a great recipe to make yourself a little weird. Um, but I don't want to exacerbate that by uh, making myself think that, like, interaction with people just hurts me i want it to be positive so yeah i'm gonna fucking try to get up to that show we might even like stay up there so we can party since my mom and dad will be in town we might even be able to get a hotel up there and just fucking chill or something and be kids again for a night because my wife and i are it's all business and parenting right now in our lives you know what i'm saying like, i'm sure there's folks here that listen to this that it's like even you really like analyze your life you're like damn right now is literally just business working hard enough to have enough money to, to take care of the baby and make sure there's a future for the babe. Uh, but at a certain point, the kids grow up, you know, and then you still, then you got to find yourself again. 
and I don't really want to lose myself along the way. So I'm trying to like keep maintaining who I am so that when the day comes, my daughter's like, you're not cool anymore, dude. I'm out of here. I'm like, all right, I still love you. And I think you're cool as hell. I wish you'd hang out with me still, but I don't want to be like that weird dude that doesn't fucking like hang out with anybody or thinks, you know, people are a negative thing or whatever. So yeah, guys, that's what this podcast is about. Glass blowing. You know what I'm saying? All about glass blowing. hundred percent. All right. But yeah, reinforced perks weld to the bottom. There are four hole gridded, so it's two cuts, and the cuts have a little dot of color on it, which grids them out, making them. So we put a little dot of glass on there. It takes the cut, splits it in two. So yeah, a little four hole. But it's all cut in the saw, so it's like scientific. It's got that scientific hit. It's not like a, not like the natural popped hole hit. You, if you smoked enough pipes, you know the difference between. Like I could be blindfolded and hit pieces. I could tell you if it was cut on a saw or if it was just popped open like holes. It's, you know, they're, they're different. Oh God, my hat's probably in the way too. Because it's so small, you can pull forever. Like forever. It's crazy. God, that water's thick though. Been taking dabs on it since yesterday. You know, here's the thing. I don't even think I'm supposed to be smoking the piece I'm entering into the show because it's like going to a shop and stuff. But what can you do? It's what can you do? I, I that's what I do. I like I'm not gonna stay up all night and make it if I can't smoke it. I have no interest if I can't play with it. So I'll it's gonna go get cleaned through our whole process of Alkanox distilled and then through alcohol, then then it'll go through a kiln cycle and get cooked for about a 10 hour day, get re-annealed, make sure everything's crispy and good to go. It will be like it never had anything through it. You could put it into a lab and they could test it and they wouldn't even find anything in it because it went through a 1100 degrees. And when I say 1100, I know that sounds less than a thousand, but it's actually more. It's a hundred degrees more. And let me tell you, like that's pretty hot. So it kills anything alive in there. Um, believe me, if the specifications for you eating chicken was test it and make sure it's 1100 degrees inside that chicken breast, there would be no chicken breast. It would be a pile of dust. So and that's what happens to anything alive in here, anything organic. The only thing that survives is the borosilicate, which is the glass. Um, so that's my point is I'm going to smoke them. I'm sorry. I just can't help it. Um, I really like function. I like the glass, I like hash. And when I'm staying up all night to make something, I'm not sitting there like, oh damn, I'll get that money. I'm sitting there going like, dude, I can't wait to put a dab through this and show Instagram. Like I'm, I'm a loser. So it's just what it is. And I like it. So sorry if it made anyone mad that I smoked it. I don't know if we're supposed to, um, everybody's the best. You guys rule. Um, and I'm going to clean it. I promise, but I have to smoke it. Holy shit. That dab though, that loosened up some shit in my body. The joint, I was feeling in control. I was smoking that joint. I felt like, you know, like an adult in control, like sitting in a chair. And now I just feel like like a lost kid. Even look at my hat and how my hair is now. It looks like I just look like a pizza delivery boy or something. At least that's how I see myself. All right, so we're going to smoke this uh, 10 millimeter double diffused with the halo drain, which is just a fun water feature. It does... Um, give it a little different speed of the drain compared to a standard double diffuse, but it's not much different. Um, and we're going to throw the 10 mil Slurpee on here and take an actual real dab through it. But I'm a little bit nervous. I'm like, damn, dude, this is going to be the one. Like, I'm going to take this dab and I'm going to have to start talking about aliens or something because nothing else is going to make sense. Even because I have to take about, talk about something that makes no sense because that's where I'm going to be at. Um, yeah, we could just talk about theories of like ancient civilizations or something. I'm not really sure, but... This is where I'm at this morning. It's a combination of the weed and the hash. I feel great. Probably gonna be the best day ever. That's where I'm at. I'm just gonna start saying that. I'm trying to be way more positive uh, because, man, it's easy to fall into those pits of being a negative Nancy. And then it's even easier to justify why you're being negative. It's even easier for you to go, well, I can feel like this. Look what I'm going through. God, I just don't even want to justify my little bitchiness. I just don't want to do it. Um, so I'm just gonna like try to be positive again, but not in a uh, delusional way where I'm like, I'm not recognizing issues, but I'm not going to add to the pile is more my point, you know? 
being grown up is so fucking weird, man. It's a lot. Being grown up's a lot. I wasn't prepared for a lot of it, you know? I think Rugrats, honestly, that show Rugrats from the 90s, that prepared me for a lot of things, but not enough. Used to watch that show Wild Thornberries. You guys remember the Wild Thornberries? I don't know how old any of y'all are. I like that show, dude. Eliza Thornberry should be out there with the animals and shit, exploring. That was cool, but as a kid, I didn't really like, uh, well, really little kid anyways, I didn't really like grass. You know, I had to have a blanket down. I didn't like touching my hands, you know? It's like, ew, why does that feel like that? But I, but I still would like ride, you know, four-wheelers and get in the mud. I'd jump in a pond after a snapping turtle, but I didn't like grass for some reason. Now I smoke grass all day. Oh, dad jokes, dude. We got fucking jokes over here. Man, what pearl to put in there. Now, here's the thing about Slurpees, Slurpers, all these fucking nails. You want multiple accessories because every nail is going to hit different, even if you buy three nails from the same exact quartz company. Either the cuts will be bigger, the cuts will be smaller. <coughs> this is an important thing to touch on, actually. So, because one of my guys here in the studio wasn't smoking one of our nails because he couldn't figure out, like, he's like, the accessories aren't working in there right. And I'm like, oh, dude, you have to use this type of accessory and this one because the airflow is so high. All right, so this Evan Shore nail we have right here has a really, really high airflow, which means the cuts in it are pretty darn big. I have another 10 mil where the cuts are a lot smaller. I use the higher airflow one on these bigger pieces so that I don't have to work as hard for the dab or like make it function. But the ones that are more restrictive, I'll put that 10 mil on my smaller 10 mil pieces because I want a little more restriction on there. So every nail is going to be a little different, even if they're from the same person. So with the high airflow ones, we like to use our pearl, our pillars, like the tall pillars, because that tall pillar is going to climb up and spin in there super easy. But with the more restrictive um, uh, slurpy nails, we like to use like the large valve pearl, just put it right in there because it'll stay in the bottom of the nail. Um, I'll actually pull on this and show you what I'm talking about because it might be easier to just show you the difference and what's going on here. All right, so, oh, and I need, a, I need a carb cap. There we go. So I'm gonna show you the difference between like having just a, this pearl in there to the pillar. So, oh man, I need the other nail too, it's right here. This is actually gonna be kind of an interesting segment here, guys, believe it or not, because I've never talked about this, and I wonder if there's customers out there that buy things and go, why doesn't this work right? And it's like, well, there's different accessories. Every nail is going to function a little different. Okay, so we have two different 10 mil nails here from Evan Shore. Okay, hopefully I don't get in trouble for this part. Um, all right, so this is the high airflow one with the cab. Watch what happens here. Ooh, it tastes a little bit like alcohol because there's still alcohol in the nail. I regret hitting that like that. That wasn't good. I'm fine though. Okay. Holy fuck. You ever just pull an alcohol? You know, you don't even need to smoke weed. Just huff alcohol. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. It's probably horrible for you. Don't ever do that. Um, but yeah, so the pearl will pull all the way up to like almost like the whole, like actually if I hit it pretty hard, probably will. Okay. The alcohol is pretty much gone. Now it was just that initial pull. Um, but yeah, so what was happening with this higher airflow one is like sometimes the, uh, the actual ball was like kind of like blocking the hole. So like the airflow, like it would like almost make it so your dad like wouldn't. Yeah. So like my guy was smoking one day. He's like, oh, that one doesn't seem to be like working like as well. Am I doing something wrong? I'm like, no, you need to use a different accessory. We like to use the pillars. But let me show you the difference and what I'm talking about here. Here's the other 10 mil now. This shit's going to stay at the bottom. And just shred as hard as I pull. That that pearl is spinning like three thousand miles an hour. It's going super fast, but it's just like staying right at the bottom, which I love. But that's the higher restriction nail, which I don't love high restriction. If I do, I'm gonna put it on a really small, like ten mil micro RBR. Whereas this one, you put this in there, and this is the higher airflow, the newer. This is my newer Evan Shore. You can hear the difference. These are both 10 mil nails, but that's the difference in cuts because of the size of the cut changes the function that much. So my point is in the higher airflow one, we like to use the pillars. These big ass pillars that are people are like, you know, 
Why do you send us these giant pillars? That's why we send you two now. We send you the smaller one that most people use, but I like these big ones for this reason. That shit just rips around like a fucking squeegee in this now. So let's put this, let's put this pillar in the higher restrictive one. Still gonna spin around, but it's different. Stays at the bottom. So the difference is how the accessory climbs up the wall of the nail. Um, I've just, in my opinion, like I like the way the pillar works better in the higher airflow, but I actually like the way the pearl works in the more restrictive versions. So when we sell our accessory sets, they come with both and they come with a small one now that can fit in the Toro Terp Slurper minis as well. Um, so there's like four components in the set so that you're able to like configure each hit differently. Now, this is only a problem for someone who has multiple nails and smokes hash all day. So maybe there's only a few of you out there that listen to me, but for the ones that do, this is why we have multiple accessories because each nail is different, each piece is different, and each hit is gonna be different. So you have to find like your perfect combos for like how you like to smoke stuff and use stuff. It's like anything. You can be really basic about how you smoke hash or you can get way too into it. Um, I mean, it's, it's literally like anything. It's like cars, it's like fucking sports. All of it. But yeah, we're gonna smoke this higher airflow one. This will be our last dab for today. I didn't talk about the grinder, but I bought it full price. I didn't, I didn't even hit anyone up, I just liked it. But I wanted to talk about it because that was cool. But we're just gonna smoke this. We're just gonna smoke this piece. Let's heat it up over here. It's not as loud. Oh yeah. This one's gonna be, I'm gonna be, Priest, actually, maybe I should talk about the grinder like a two-second segment while I'm this stoned after this dab real quick. I don't know. We'll see if we can fit it in. If I fit it in, we'll see if I can keep myself, my composure, keep myself together after it. You guys have watched me do episodes where I take like five, six, seven, eight dabs. I took like a week off dabbing because I was not feeling well. And uh, I smoked a little bit of flour here and there. So I've only been back dabbing for a couple days now. Let me tell you what, this stuff's strong. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you've been smoking it your whole life. This shit, I took a week break and I came back and I'm like, whoa, dude, tolerance went down already. It's insane. Insane. My wife's been making me go to bed too. She's like, really like, she's like, you got to stop. She's like, it's been almost 10 years of this. She's like, you have to stop working like this. I'm like, but you're sleeping. You don't even know I'm working. Like, what if I sneak out while you're sleeping and just go right, right back to work? But the point is, uh, I can't keep staying up all the time. I need to actually sleep. Um, cause yeah, that's what the people are telling me so I can be healthier because I'm getting sick and stuff because I'm knocking my immune system down from working so much. Not sick right now. feel great right now. But last week, at least my wife thinks cause she's the doctor. Um, she's not, but you know, I'll give her the cred, you know, if you don't sleep enough, you definitely can knock down your immune system and be more susceptible to, you know, little flus and stuff. So that's life. All right, I'm not smoking those shadow mints again. That was too much. I'm gonna smoke this cream wrecker. Not saying the cream wrecker is any less strong, but it's a the it's a little less intense on that terpene profile. This is more like more my speed right now. Beautiful hash. Gosh, that's the thing too. If I live 100 miles out from everything, like how am I gonna get the good hash, dude? It's all these things. I used to grow it all myself because I lived out in the middle of nowhere. I'd grow it, extract it, do everything. It takes so much fucking time. I don't have time for all that anymore. Like, I got to be spending time with family and stuff. Like, I, so someone's got to make my hash for me. Because I can't do it anymore. But yeah, turbo meter. Love it. Thank you guys for sending us one or two, actually. I'm going to give one away. Um, probably on Patreon. Um, man, yeah, let's, let's see how this goes. This is going to be, uh, I'm already shaking a little bit, you know? I'm like, oh, fuck, no. Ooh, low tap. <laughs> still, still a lot. <coughs> Holy fuck. All right, really quick. Really quick. Super fast. Got this new grinder yesterday because uh, mine was a little bit bent, so it's not easy to turn the lid anymore. So I had to go grab a new one. It's from Goat Grinders. It's really, really sweet. Um, so how this whole thing works is it's got like these 
just your normal grinder in here, but it has really shallow teeth on it so that like you're not getting a bunch of shit stuck in between. Then it has this huge basket that fits into mason jars. It's universal, so you could get new mason jars for it. The silicone like rubber thing comes off the bottom of the mason jar. Like this is it's just such a sick setup for someone who grew up like growing weed and stuff and you had mason jars were part of the formula. So like having a mason jar connected with the grinder and then when it's all closed up, you screw this tight and it's like an airtight fit. So it's actually like a sealed jar. So you're not losing your fucking, your weed's not drying out or anything. It actually stays in there really nice. And it's got a little ashtray on the top. I don't know if they, if they intended this top part to be ashtray, but it works wonderful for like stabilizing the joint and then ashing in there. Fucking love these goat grinders, they're sweet. Um, fucking episode 107. Sign up for that newsletter. We only have four Sunday sales left this year. That's it. There's eight more Patreon drops and four Sunday sales, but Patreon's like, again, that private group and not everyone wants to pay five bucks to have access to two more drops and monthly giveaways and live videos and hangouts. I understand that. But if you've been having a hard time getting an RBR, I really, really recommend signing up for the Patreon because the Patreon drops sometimes sit for 24 hours. There'll just be RBR sitting there available for 24 hours. Clear ones for like, clear with colored lip wraps you know like there's you know if you're having a hard time getting a piece join the patreon even for just a month and then get in on the monthly giveaway you know we're giving away this piece this month right here um but yeah episode 107 please sign up for our newsletter too so you can stay up to date on all of our drops again only four left bmsclass.com um shit guys wild episode um all over the place today fun though feeling good I uh, hope you guys have a great day, and I'm excited to share this whole new studio build with you over this next month. Thanks, everybody. <clears throat>